everybody. Uh, welcome to the Lori and Julia Book Club. We have a treat for you. We're delighted. Uh, Clean Oakley is joining us. She's a USA Today bestselling author. We've never read any of her books, but we were delighted to be introduced to, I think this is your fourth book, The Invisible Husband of Frick Island. Yes, thank you for having me on. Oh my oh. gosh, what a fun book. Your book is thank just, you. Okay, before you even give us the setup of the story, you have to tell us the inspiration for the story. How you got sure. the idea. Well, it's a little bit morbid. Are you sure? You- yes. yes. We can handle it. <laughs> okay, so a couple of years ago when I was writing um, one of my previous books, I ran across a newspaper article um, I think it was uh, either an Austra- Australian newspaper or just a story was from Australia. A woman um, who had been married for quite some time, I think 50 or 60 years, her husband died in their home. And she was so uh, in grief and, and kind of in denial about his death that she left him in their bed and continued to live her life, you know, outwardly to neighbors and friends as though he were still alive. Oh, wow. um, and then, you know, nobody kind of was any the wiser until a neighbor smelled an odor uh, of mm-hmm. sorts from her house. And uh, that's when she was, she was found out. But, um, you know, which is obviously tragic and sad, but to my novelist brain, it was really quite fascinating. And I thought, isn't that interesting you know how differently people grieve mm-hmm. and wouldn't that be fascinating to kind of look into that and i further. remember that story it kind you of do? made yeah. worldwide like news because people yeah. were just like what the heck? what the frick right. what the frick <laughs> island yeah. what, what the, the frick, frick island <laughs> <laughs> okay so give this give people the setup of the invisible husband of frick island sure so it's a story about a young a young newlywed uh madly in love newlywed named piper who loses her husband Tom um, in kind of a freak boating accident? There's a thunderstorm. He's a he's a waterman for his career. He fishes and crabs to make a living on their little island that they live on, and she's in such grief about his death and such denial that she wakes up one morning and continues to live her life as though he is right there beside her, uh, continuing their daily tradition of walking him to the docks in the morning. Um, eating at the one restaurant on the island. Um, fortunately, without the rotting corpse in the bed, he mm-hmm. is somewhere in the in the loss at sea. Um, and this very small island, uh, there's only about 90 people that, that live on this island. They're not quite sure what to do with this. Um, they love Piper dearly, and they decide the best thing to do is to just go along with it. Right. Um, which is, yeah, so which is all fine and well until a very ambitious young reporter comes over from the mainland to cover kind of a fluff story um, on the island, and he actually encounters a very different story, which is that an entire island is waving to and interacting with a man who doesn't actually exist. It, it just... Um, and he- it, it really, you could imagine as an outsider, I mean, like everyone's going along on this tiny little island and an outsider's like, there's no one there. There's, well, I could see no this one. happening exactly. like at like on Park Point in Duluth, like if somehow the aerial lift bridge was not open and everyone was on there. I mean, everyone knows each other. Everyone on these, knows each other. On these, these little shelter little, island. Yes. Did you? Exactly. What, what was uh I mean, did you have the idea of putting this on Frick Island for any specific reason or if it's even a real place? 
Brick Island is a fictional island, but it's based on a very real island called Smith Island, also smack in the middle of the Chesapeake Bay. Uh, you have to take a 45-minute boat ride to get there. I think currently about 200 people live on this island. And I went and visited this island quite a few times um, for research. It's a fascinating place because although, obviously, the people that live there are Americans, you know, they live in Maryland, mm-hmm. right? It's they just have a completely different existence than people who live in the mainland of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and was really an interesting part of it. I and thought the, the so climate too. change and you're such a I mean, first of all, the book is just sweet and hopeful and, and just I, I we really enjoyed it. But Absolutely. I think, Thank you know, you. you're very vivid with painting, you know, her, just her, Piper's love of bugs. Okay. You know, yeah. that just yeah. cracked me up. <laughs> um the love of the island and going and seeing some of the island and it's eroding. Mm-hmm. Which is what these islands do. Right. And talking about, you know, even that, you know, what made it famous was this double decker cake. I mean, how Mm -hmm. the reporting, your, your writing is so fun. It's so clever. Um, your people, very eclectic, different types of personalities. When you, okay. So you're, I'm looking at your picture, Colleen, and this is your fourth (laughs) book. You look like you're 22. Um, so oh you obviously, you. <laughs> and I'm re, you know, you were the, um, what were you, the managing editor or the, you were the editor for Marie Claire, which is yeah. one of our favorite magazines because it held up when Vogue went down. Wait, yes. Marie Claire stayed uh, up. Yes. Yeah. With no, no thanks to me. I was a senior editor way back in, in the 2000s, but, um, but it was a fabulous magazine and I really enjoyed working there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me just get back to the book because um, I loved Pearl. I loved your characters. You're very good. I can mm-hmm. see these people in my mind. And Pearl runs the boarding house, and Piper yes. lives yep. in the carriage yep. house. And at one point, she muses that um, the different ways people grieve are as varied as the waves that lap up on Graver's Beach at the far end of the island. And I just thought, I think that is maybe the truest thing I've read about grief in a book. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the book is exploring grief and, um, you know, from that poor woman in Australia and to Piper, people grieve in so many different ways. And I really wanted to find kind of the hope in grief, especially mm-hmm. in a year where so many people have experienced so much grief, right? Yes. And yeah. this, and I really... And in his research on Piper's condition, Anders, the yes. newspaper guy, you know, he learns about something called PBHEs, the post-bereavement hallucinar- yep, hallucinatory <laughs> experience. Have you ever had one of those or do you know anyone who does? You know, I haven't. I do think that they are quite common, not to Piper's degree, but mm-hmm. like I remember when my grandfather died and my grandmother, you know, they had been married for, you know, 60 or 70 years mm-hmm. at that point. And when you're with somebody your whole life, you know, she would say that she would go into a room and she would see him sitting in a chair. And whether that's just your brain playing tricks because she's so used to seeing him mm-hmm. in the chair or, you know, who knows. But um, I think it's really quite common for yeah. people as part of the grieving process. I, I know. my That happened to my mom at least twice. She heard the flick of her husband's Bic lighter and then smelled the mm. menthol. Smelled the menthol smoke because wow. he smoked. Uh, menthol mm-hmm. cigarettes and yeah. and both days she had been one day was they were both you know th- days of heavy thinking about yes. things but i was just like mom i believe you 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah and sure. she said he's yep. just letting me know he's with me 
Mm, and it yeah. was comforting for her. It wasn't creepy. Right, absolutely. If, if you guys are just joining us, we're talking with Colleen Oakley. Her fourth book is The Invisible Husband of Frick Island, a novel. And it came out in trade paperback, which we always love because you can take it with you and it doesn't weigh a ton. You know, one of the things I was reading in Colleen, Holy Toledo's, I've read a lot in the last three days. So who even knows? Because I'm getting the next book with this book and, and a TV show I watched last night all mixed up right now in my mind. Did, in real life, it's been crazy like that. It, it, did you, um, is one of your books been made into a movie? Um, my last book, You Were There Too, has been bought um, by Reese Witherspoon's uh, company, ah! Holy Sunshine. I know, super exciting, but, um, you know, Hollywood is a whole different beast, so who knows if it will ever actually make it to the screen. We hope, fingers crossed. Listen, you're halfway um, there. With Reese. I, right? I mean, yeah. you have Reese. You have no idea. Now I won't have to she, tweet Reese to option this book. <laughs> I tweet her not all the time, but I would have picked this book as a re- I only select... Well, you what can is still, in... you can still tweet her about this book. Oh yeah, okay. I'll tweet her. Okay. When are you going to make the movie? Because it would be it would be such a charming, charming. I mean, this is such a charming story. Yeah, and Thank it explores you. some you. you know things that it was a it was a contemplative, hopeful book too. At the same time, it just I don't know it it rang true. I wanted to believe you know the whole story. I was like, this is probably a true story. <laughs> <laughs> But that's just what a good writer you are, Colleen. Mm-hmm. And, and I just you. have to and calling it Frick Island, and you've got these koozie cups that come out with your book. What the frick? I, I, How did yeah. you come up with that name, Frick? Uh, you know, I, I came up with Frick. Um, I don't know. I was driving in the car one day as I'm thinking about the story idea, and I just loved the name Frick Island. It just came to me, and I thought it would be so funny. And then the whole what the Frick, he names his podcast What the Frick. And I just, I like cracking myself up when I write. So even if nobody else laughed, at least I'm having a good time. I had a girlfriend who used the F word, and she'd she'd say Frick. It's a good one. And said, <laughs> yeah. and I'd be like, what? What Why the frick? Why you say the real word? But it's just such a random, yeah, name to come up with for an island. Yeah. But you're, we're so delighted to meet you and your books Thank and you. want to read the other ones. Are you, um, have you read a great book lately that we should know about? Yes, I'm currently reading Laura Hankins, A Special Place for Women, and it's fabulous. Is that coming out in July? Um, it came out uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. I two feel weeks like, ago. I feel like she's coming on for something in like two weeks. I don't know what. Yeah. Well, this but, is your book oh, birthday week, You'll right? The Invisible Husband. Right. Didn't this just come out yesterday? Yes. It yes. just came out yesterday. Yeah, well, I'm still celebrating. <laughs> yeah. What do you do for the book's birthday? Well, I usually have a big uh, launch party the weekend before. So that was Saturday. We had a big outdoor party with like 200 people and they oh. all got what the frick koozies and it was super fun oh my fun. god right. well, well so- glad you can celebrate and you can actually go and do some in person um yes i can yes i'm one of the lucky few that nice. finally gets to go out and do some in-person events and you can find colleen on facebook it's writer colleen oakley um on twitter it's oakley colleen you're on instagram writer colleen oakley so and, and the good old internet Lori yeah. at colleen oakley.com oh there you go <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what a treat. Thanks for being on our show today. Um, we loved meeting you and can't wait to read more of your books. And um, if for our listeners right now, we've got two copies to give away. Give us a buzz. 
at 651-641-1071. Bye, Colleen. Bye, Colleen. Bye. Thank you, Lori and Julia. Yeah. Absolutely. And we'll be back. Oh, gosh. we You absorbed some television that you're going to tell us all about, I think. Mm-hmm.